Fake fruit! Welcome to the Prepared Mind Channel. We have <clears throat> we have news, folks. That is atomic-powered nuclear danger, SHTF-worthy, unbelievable. Welcome back to the show. Now, this morning's broadcast got all hammed up again. I don't know what happened. I don't know why, but YouTube really screwed it up. I think they're doing it on purpose. I really do. Uh, I'm getting reports that people are getting um, kicked off of YouTube, that they're being uh, banned, they're being punished, they're being... Social media is kind of going haywire. I don't get it. Other than I know they don't like you and me doing our own thinking. Well, we're going to do some heavy-duty thinking right now. And we're back. It is a thoroughly WTF Thursday, so get your questions in right now to Jolene. I hope there are some doozies out there because I've got some doozies in here for you. We've got a lot going on, folks. Being here every day, it really does keep me, it keeps me on the level. It keeps me, you know, straight up and down plumb. It keeps me square with the world. And it's just, if you aren't, folks, squared away, you're going to get caught off guard. And that's what I'm trying to avoid. But, man, are they coming at us from every single direction. They're trying everything they can. Unbelievably, folks, unbelievably, PayPal has decided to reinstate their policy to financially, monetarily, whatever. They're going to fine users $2,500 directly if they spread misinformation. Now, what I want to know is I have $0 in PayPal. I have $0. But PayPal knows where my bank account is. PayPal knows where my bank account is. They have the numbers. They said they will not close my PayPal account, but it's suspended permanently. What does that mean? Does that mean they can go to my bank and say, we heard John say something that we consider to be misinformation, and so we're withdrawing $2,500 out of his bank account to pay a fine that we're going to levy on him because he's saying something we don't agree with here at PayPal. Well, if I don't have $2,500 in my account, are they going to essentially bounce a check, overdraw me and cause other things that I have to pay for to bounce, right? Unfunded account. Can they do that? I don't know what PayPal is thinking, but this is part of a wider social media, social credit score, social control that is just off the hook. And it's growing. 
Of course, the biggest players right now are, that's right, Kanye West and Alex Jones, right? Find almost a billion dollars, and now they're trying to find him for over $2.75 trillion. It's just, it's, it's, it's beyond stupid. But I guess if you're going to continue to use PayPal and you uh, <clears throat> agree to their user agreement, I guess you, I guess you have to pay, huh? If you agree to that, right? If you agree and then you violate their acceptable use policy, it violate. It, now, this is what they said. Violation of this acceptable use policy constitutes a violation of the PayPal user agreement and may subject you to damages, including liquidated damages of $2,500 per violation, which may be debited directly from your PayPal account as outlined in the user agreement. So if you want to use their bank account, they can fine you for, for violating their acceptable use policy. I don't find their acceptable use policy acceptable. So guess what? If I had an account that had money in it, I would say this to PayPal. Go fuck yourselves and take my money out. In fact, um, I mean, I'm already not using PayPal. I'm already, I already can't use PayPal even if I wanted. I think we should stop using PayPal altogether 100%. Fuck them. Fuck them. We've got Cash App. There are going to be other uh, monetary financial transfer tools out there, folks. Fuck PayPal. I mean, unbelievable. Spreading false information, engaging in discrimination against LGBTQ community, posing a risk to user safety, so on and so forth. If you send, post, or, or print you know, use publication, any messages, content, or materials at PayPal's sole discretion that are harmful, obscene, harassing, or objectionable, or depict or appear to depict nudity, sexual, or other intimate activities. What? Well, then they should be, folks, cutting off the LGBTQ drag queen tranny crowd because they're the ones who are engaged in this behavior. Depict, promote illegal drug use, promote violence, criminal activity, cruelty, or self-harm. I mean, everything they're talking about is what the left is doing. Yet, they allow the left to get away from, every, or get away with everything, folks. And, and the way I can demonstrate this is to talk about Kanye West again. Now, he went into Skechers, the building Skechers, right? Te sneakers, tennis shoes. Sketchers, sneaks, kicks, whatever you want to call them. And they uh, had him escorted from the building. The executives there said he arrived unannounced and without invitation and was filming on the site. And right, several companies have said, we, we think you know Kanye West is a bad guy because he said awful things. Well, folks, the Jihad Squad, you know, AOC, Ilhan Omar, Rashisha Talib, or whatever the hell her name is, etc. The rest of the group, 
They can make racist comments, anti-Israeli comments, anti-Semitic comments, anti-Jewish comments, anti-white comments, and they get away with it. In fact, they get more support. But a black man, a black Republican can't say what he wants. That's discriminatory on the part of Skechers and everyone else. Gap, whoever else is, is cutting off Kanye West. Well, I guess there's going to be a new sneaker uh, company out there, folks, that makes Republican sneakers. And there needs to be a Republican bank. And there needs to be a Republican world. It's coming down to that, folks. It's coming down to that. It is a thoroughly what-the-fucked-up Thursday. Now, if you think that is bad, right? The first 10 minutes I hit that, you're like, whoa, hey. We've just begun. To quote the late, great Karen Carpenter, <clears throat> right? Get this. Vladimir Putin, he looked at Europe, NATO, and America's, or I'm not America, the United States government, their nuclear weapons narrative that Russia's going to blow something up in Ukraine with a nuke? Well, Putin rejected that idea, folks. He says that he has never so much as even hinted to deploy nukes into Ukraine, right, in the context of a special operation, right? He says that's pointless. Quote, we see no need for that. There is no point in that, neither political nor military. It doesn't make sense for us to do it. He emphasized that Russia never, quote, never said anything proactively about the possible use of nuclear weapons by Russia. And then he kind of smacked uh, Washington around, right? He said they're the, quote, only country in the world that has used nuclear weapons against a non-nuclear state. And he was referring, of course, to the end of World War II when Washington, D.C., the government, decided to nuke Hiroshima and nuke Nagasaki. Right? And those were, folks, a non-nuclear state. Japan was not a nuclear power. They didn't have nuclear power plants or nuclear bombs. But they used uh, nukes on them. Now get this. That dovetails precisely with this fucked up, what the fuck story that came out that the Pentagon, that is Washington, D.C., the powers that be and the power elite have basically changed their minds and changed their tune. And they said they're not going to rule out the use of nuclear weapons against a non-nuclear threat. Well, that's exactly what Japan was in World War II. They were a non-nuclear threat. And Washington, D.C. used nukes on Hiroshima and Nagasaki. And now they've decided, I guess at some point they're like, well, we're only going to use them as a nuclear deterrent. That is to say, if someone nukes us, we'll nuke them. Now we're back the other way. A full 180. We'll use nuclear weapons on anyone we feel like, by golly. This came uh, in response to Vladimir Putin's comments that I just read a few moments ago. 
where he said there's no political or military reason to do a nuke strike against Ukraine. Right? Unbelievable. <sighs> Pentagon's new national defense strategy rejects limits, folks, on using nuclear weapons. By the 2030s, the U.S. will, for the first time in its history, face two major nuclear powers as strategic competitors and potential adversaries. I believe we're referring to China and Russia. I can't think of who else the United States would refer to as strategic competitors and potential adversaries. Potential. Okay, strategic competitors for what? Military strategy? And then potential adversaries, military adversaries or economic adversaries, or a little of both. Now, the U.S. will maintain a very high bar for nuclear employment. Wouldn't that be deployment? You don't put nuclear bombs to work for you. You deploy them against others. Anyways, <clears throat> I said that the U.S. will do this without ruling out using nukes in retaliation for a non-nuclear strategic threat to the homeland, U.S. forces abroad or allies. That's a very powerful statement, folks. They could use nuclear weapons now, they're saying, to retaliate to a non-nuclear strategic threat. Not a strategic response to a strategic attack, but to a strategic threat. Let me ask you a question. Is Governor Abbott in the state of Texas a strategic threat to Washington, D.C.? If they choose, folks, follow me here, to drill oil. Does that make them a threat? Well, I want you to understand this a little bit, okay? Understand how the U.S. government is thinking. The U.S. government is wanting to do their NOPEC, which is it's kind of an anti-OPEC, oil-producing, exporting countries. Right Now, they are looking at OPEC. And if an OPEC country refuses to provide the oil the United States demands, then the United States is going to treat them as an adversary, as a threat to the country. Right? It's, it's, it is an attack on the U.S., in other words, to not provide the oil. It's a national defense attack on us. So to deprive the United States of America of oil, that constitutes a direct threat and an attack on the United States of America. Didn't Joe Biden remove our domestic oil production? Isn't that an attack on the United States of America? Didn't Joe Biden kill the Keystone Pipeline, which would have brought cheap oil to America? But he stopped that oil from coming to the United States of America. So doesn't Joe Biden's actions constitute a threat to the national defense, the national security, our national infrastructure? Doesn't Joe Biden's actions mirror, if not shadow, what other countries are doing by killing the Keystone Pipeline, killing exploration, killing 
further drilling, killing offshore drilling, everything. Joe Biden is doing more to harm this country than OPEC could. We were net oil positive. In other words, we produced more oil than we consumed. Now, thanks to Joe Biden, it's less. We're dependent on other countries. What does that mean, folks? Right? But they want to say what is and is not a threat, right? A strategic threat. Now, let me go back to the nuclear weapons. The U.S. will maintain a high bar for nuclear weapons usage, but they're not ruling out that they can use nuclear weapons in retaliation to a strategic threat, whether or not they're nuclear powered. Does that mean the United States government needs to bomb the United States government in Washington, D.C. for being a strategic threat to the homeland by stopping oil production and getting oil here from Canada? Sounds a lot like the United States government needs to bomb the United States government. But, you know, I'm being, I, I guess, just a little bit too sarcastic. These people are really, really fucked up, folks. They really are. They're trying to tell us that they can use nukes anywhere they want, anytime, as long as some high bar, some, some threshold they said is met. Whether or not the enemy is nuclear, nuclear powered, nuclear weaponized, unbelievable. Right. The Biden administration reviewed its nuclear policy, folks, and concluded that, quote, no first use and sole purpose policies would result in an unacceptable level <clears throat> of risk in light of the range of non-nuclear capabilities being developed and fielded by competitors that could inflict strategic level damage to the U.S. and allies. What the hell does that mean? Right? What the hell does that mean? Well... Current threats include hypersonic weapons, Russia and China, folks, competitors. And the U.S. doesn't have a defense. Folks, nobody has a defense against that. These people want war. And they will do anything they can, it seems, to get war. Putin says, what do I have to gain? I wouldn't use that shit. The U.S. turns around and says, we'll use them against anyone they want if they're a strategic threat. Unbelievable. You, you speak out against uh, Israel or talk about Jewish people and you get, you get erased. You say something that PayPal doesn't like. They're just going to take your money. It's really off the hook, folks. Now... <clears throat> To make things even worse, politically, the Democrats are getting their asses kicked. They're failing. And so what did they do when they started failing politically? They started running to the left, being more radical, running to the left, being more liberal, more crazy, more pro-abortion, more pro-death, more pro-war. Unbelievable, folks. Now... To show you how that's working out, in Georgia, Herschel Walker, folks, has driven deep into the enemy territory, right? And he's got a five-point lead over Raphael Warnock, 
that's just not a that's not a great name. Sounds a lot like uh, Warlock, Warnock. But they were claiming that Raphael Warnock was going to win. In fact, they were claiming Herschel Walker is a racist. You know, and that uh, who was that jackass that came out and attacked him? I can't remember. He was nobody, right? And Governor Kemp, who's basically a douche, he's up eleven points over Screwball Stacey Abrams. You know, who who, who pretends to be an expert in medicine and science. Anyways, he's up 11 points, but it's good to see Herschel Walker gaining and passing Raphael Warnock. It's just, it's evidence that the Democrats are losing. Now, down in Florida, basically the people that back Democrat candidates, they've quit spending money. They quit sending their money to Florida. They're not going to take Governor DeSantis down. Not down there, folks. Those Floridians, they are nuts for DeSantis. They're cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Right? They're not going to take down Senator Marco Rubio. Not going to do it. They're not going to take down Marco Rubio. So they're giving up. They're pulling out. They're giving up Florida, folks. Florida was a swing state. No more. That is done. With everyone leaving northern cities, Northern uh, areas, northern states, they're heading for the south. They're heading to Texas, Louisiana, Mississippi. They're heading to Georgia. They're heading to Alabama. They're heading to the Carolinas. They're heading to Tennessee, Kentucky, Missouri. They're getting the hell out of the north. And, oh, yeah, Florida as well. And they're populating those states with people who don't like liberalism, communism, socialism, fascism. They don't like the unlawful, anti-human policies of the North. They just don't. So, yes, while some Democrats are also leaving the North, folks, it's mostly Republicans. And I think that's fitting, considering the Democrats are the idiots who have caused all the damage. Right? They should be forced to live in the cities that they've ruined and live in the states that they've ruined. Just like California. If you're a registered Democrat, you ought not be able to leave California for 10 years. 10 years, you cannot leave. Got to stay there and cook in the stew, just the shitty stew that they made. But that's it, you know. Maybe I'm so radical. Maybe I'm so crazy, right? You know, the Democrats are, they're even making themselves sick. Uh, in Orlando, that would be Orlando, Florida, uh, a Democrat has come out as a whistleblower, folks. Says ballot, hover, uh, ballot harvesting operations are occurring in black communities. Once again, folks, who cheats during elections? The Democrats. Who is getting caught cheating in elections? Well, it appears to me the Democrats. Now, folks, I look at news stories a lot, right? I spend hours and hours and hours looking at news stories and, in particular, uh, people who are going to jail for illegal activities during elections. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be generous and say maybe one out of 20 had a Republican who was a bad actor, a bad player, a bad character. 
who broke the law. But I'm going to tell you what, I, I can't think of the last time a Republican was thrown in jail and prosecuted for cheating during an election. Uh, now, I'm not counting these screwball Democrats, prosecutors, DAs, cops that arrest Republicans for election interference, for watching a drop box. Unbelievably, folks, right now, legal groups are being, uh, shall we say, very aggressive, and they're going after people who are watching these ballot boxes. In fact, it is such an effective campaign, watching of the ballot boxes, that yes, you guessed it, the anti-right, but wants to dress like, look like, and sound like the right, the Patriot Front, they're doing all they can to make, make themselves visible to appear as if they're interfering with elections to make it look like, yeah, that's what the right wing does. Once again, it is a chicken shit false flag, in my opinion. You can come up with your own conclusion. But it looks to me like they're trying to blame Republicans for election interference. And you have to know that if there is one little bit of evidence, one little shred of information, they would use that. They would. They would use that. And they would go arrest those people and prosecute them and throw them in jail. Right? So they're trying to make it look like the appearance of impropriety, once again, being used uh, in a social media mainstream media onslaught campaign to make Republicans look like we're the ones who are cheating. But it is actually so bad out there that even Democrats, folks, are blowing the whistle on other Democrats. So kudos to the uh, Democrat whistleblower in Orlando, Florida, who said there's a ballot harvesting operation ongoing. I'm sure that's going to be investigated and prosecuted if they're found to be guilty. So from folks, the ground level where we're at, all the way through politics, up to the tip top and then international, we have an incredible array of SHTF. Energy from, can you get a gallon of gas? Can you get a bag of charcoal? To, hey, nuclear power. Nukes, nukes, nukes. Right? It is, uh, it's just a mess. We are thoroughly, thoroughly screwed over. All right, Jolene, what do you got there? I see some typing going on. Were you sending me a message? Uh, okay. <clears throat> We're getting close, folks. Close to your turn. I'm going to turn this show over to you guys to cover the questions, the topics, the statements, the comments, the hilarity, if you wish. So... Get your questions in to Jolene. It is going on. Now, it's important to note, folks, that we are experiencing a collapse, an economic and currency collapse as they print more money to buy their own debt that they're going to pay interest on, incredible, to industrial collapse. Uh, over in Europe, the world's largest chemical producer, the world's largest chemical producer in Europe, BASF. They said, hey, the cost of energy over here is crazy. 
we're going to downsize our operations. All right, quote, the European chemical market has been growing only weekly for about a decade. So they're going to downsize permanently. <laughs> Folks, like anything else, what does that mean? If they're going to downgrade permanently, that means they're going to make less. That means prices are going to go up. There's going to be shortages. <clears throat> right? There's, let's see, they're saying that uh, they're putting pressure on chemical value change uh, chains. That's what Martin Brudmuller said. So they, you know, these companies that produce petrochemicals, fertilizers, glue, paint, everything, they're just going to stop making it or stop making as much. What is that going to do for Europe, folks? No, like so many things. Well, if BASF produces half of what they normally produce, but they double the cost or the price of it, right? Instead of up here, they produce half of what they normally do, but they charge double. So instead of here, they just double it. They make just as much money. They lay off a bunch of people. They work half as hard. And they live high on the hog while everyone else pays higher prices. How does that look? How does that feel, right? Anyways, and it's just it's just unbelievable. It really is. Uh, it's 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 mind blowing. <laughs> I tell you what, uh, I've, I've got something here for you guys. I, I think that I think it's worth watching. I really do. This uh, Mr. T has been out there working diligently for you guys. And uh, you just might get a kick out of this. Well, let me do this. <clears throat> I need to. Uh, there we go. I'm going to have a little fun here. You guys remember the whole Katy Perry thing? I still don't know whether she did this on purpose, the thing with her eye getting stuck, whether she did it on purpose or whether it was due to uh, taking the Jim Jones juice or whether it was a combination of everything and it was a publicity stunt to get more attention. Yeah, I guess it could have been. <laughs> it, it really could have been. So Mr. T made this, and I'm going to put it up. Let's see what you think of it. freaking weird any way you look at it any way you slice it let's do this let's go to the q a it's now your turn on the prepared mind channel are you ready Just weird. All right, folks. On this thoroughly what the fuck Thursday, what do you think? Christine Bihana checks in and says, they won't let me close my account either. 
No, they, see, they won't let anyone close their account. They want to keep that connection to your bank. You see, that's their key. You could transfer money in and out of PayPal, but they don't want to sever the account and close the account. Is that legal? If they take one penny out of my account, right? I will have my credit union sue them. I'll have my attorneys. I'll find an, an attorney that is willing to take that case because they're not authorized. In fact, I, I think there's probably going to end up being lawsuits left and right against them as people try and close their account. I mean, you can transfer all of your funds out of your PayPal account. And that's what a lot of people are already doing. But the fact that they're going to go through with this, it's going to cement it. The idea that they can withdraw money from your account when they see fit is Un, it's just unfucking believable. In what world can someone say, these are the rules, I just made them up, it has nothing to do with law. We don't care about law because we have our terms of service. And since you clicked on the terms of service, then we're going to come after your money anytime we want. I mean, who is going to settle for that? I just, I, I just keep seeing... This D9 dozer, plated with half-inch steel plates. An air filtration system, an air supply system, a huge fuel tank, and it's just going to roll right into the PayPal bank, the PayPal building, the PayPal servers, and just steamroll it, literally like a tank. You see, PayPal doesn't have tellers. It doesn't have windows that you can go do business at. Everything is internet-based. Right? Who does PayPal really hire? Does anyone really give a shit about PayPal, or is it just convenient? It's just hooked into everything. Right? The Terminator movie, folks. Never mind the nuclear weapons that the uh, AI computers had. Remember, this movie came out in the early 1980s, folks, talking about artificial intelligence computers hooked into everything, an internet, hooked into the military, hooked into business, and it decided that it was going to start a nuclear war to kill off humans. Are we getting anywhere near that? Do you see how thoroughly screwed up things are? But they don't own anything in all truth. All they own are digital zeros, folks. And let me ask you this. Since PayPal transacts money's left and money right and money left and money right, right, currency, dollars, does PayPal, can they print their own dollars and just claim they've got more? I mean, at some point, they may have to account for all the dollars they're transferring, but can they just say customer A has $20,000 and then tomorrow say they've got $100,000? Who's going to, where did that money come from? Do they have to double check everything? Does it have to go through the Federal Reserve? Who does the accounting for PayPal? Are they ever audited? How deep does that audit go? 
Can PayPal get money from the Federal Reserve, right? Digital dollars. This whole system fucking stinks, by the way. The fact that these people get to control our behavior, our thoughts with money. They can't do it with a little bit of social pressure. Now, now, now. No, no, no. We can't have you, right, being unpolitically correct. You have to be politically correct. They tried that political correction, and people are like, so what? Fuck you. And then they were like, well, maybe we'll use family pressure to get on people. Uh, hello, little Jimmy. I heard you're not being very nice. Yeah, yeah, you're not supposed to say things like that about people just because they have a very low IQ and they can't keep up. You're not allowed to pick on them. It's just not nice. No cookies for you if you keep that up, Jimmy. Right? That type of thing. Family pressure. They use pressure with TV commercials. It's all bullshit. It is. Now they're going to use banks. PayPal, if they don't like what you're saying, they're going to take your money. They want to fire you. They want to take your money. They want to control you. They want to punish you. They want to deny you if you want to go somewhere, what you can and can't buy. Fuck them all. That's, 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 how, that's how I feel about them. Fuck them all. I don't need their food then, whatever store. I don't need their clothing then, whatever store that is. The ones to try and tell me what to think. It's America, Jack. All right, let's move on if we shall. We've got Jolene says, David, seems to me that the cancellation of Kanye is proving this point. There are certain people you cannot criticize. It is po uh, poetically ironic. It truly is. It truly is. And I think what he's referring to is that <clears throat> Kanye West is, uh, he's black. Look out. But he has something to say about but Jews, okay, I don't care. What do I care what Kanye West thinks about anything? The only time what Kanye, has, Kanye West thinks about that matters is if you give a shit. I mean, he might say something interesting, just like Elon Musk might say something interesting. Who cares? Well, they're using it as an excuse to control thought. So that's why they care. But Kanye West is now the richest black man on the planet and the richest black man to have ever lived. Now, I guess he did that with fashion and music. I don't know. And quite legitimately, I don't give a shit where he made his money or how he did it. You know? So what? He's rich. Have at it. But it's great that he can't be canceled. I mean, they're canceling his business. In fact, one company came out and has basically said, we're ready to be sued by Kanye West. They basically said, time to sue us. They're like, we're going to take his designs and we're not going to pay him. Once again, uh, you're engaged in business with someone. There is a contract. Right. Now, they're, they're, this used to be this thing called moral turpitude, and it would end up in contracts. Right, If you violated some moral clause, then they could negate the contract. Now, see, some companies just said, we're going to stop producing his designs. Other companies like, yeah, we're going to stop producing uh, 
the products and then then we are we're, we're gonna not do business with Kanye but others are like yeah yeah we got his designs and we're just not gonna pay him for them. it's ridiculous what is more ridiculous is that others can say the same thing that Kanye did or worse and they're actually applauded by the same people that are opposed to Kanye in other words it's completely partisan and it's complete bullshit it truly is folks Right, Elon Musk now, like Kanye, has fuck you money. And he walked into Twitter headquarters carrying a sink. Carrying a sink. He walked in. The deal is done, apparently. A lot of people thought it isn't going to happen. Just like Kanye uh, isn't going to buy Parlay. You know, Parler, Parlay, whatever. Elon Musk apparently has done the dirty deal. And he's buying Twitter. He's going to fire 75% of those idiots. So when he walks through the doors, I, I think the deal is finalized on Friday. And I think it's, it's finalized on the 28th of October. How appropriate, just before Halloween. When he carried a kitchen sink in and said, let that sink in. He's <laughs> got fuck you money. It's incredible, folks. It's incredible that these people think they're going to dictate to the owner of the company who he can and can't fire, who he should and should not uh, let go. What changes he's going to – they think they run and own the company, folks. You see these, these, these millennial idiots. Not all millennials are idiots, just the idiots are idiots. They, they've grown up with their parents telling them how smart they are all along the way. And they haven't had to demonstrate it all. They just run around claiming it. Now, now, folks, it was incredible. 20 or 10 years ago, I had to hear about this. These these millennials would show up at restaurants and they don't tip anyone. They bark orders at everyone. They're jerks. They're jackasses. They're mean. They're rude. They think they're better than everyone else. They demand everyone serve them. They're incredible jackasses. And I've heard about them from many, many people. Right. I knew one business that was just, it was like, we're not doing, we're not allowing them in here anymore. Right. Just, they knew who the problem were. It was these idiots. They actually think they can tell the owner of a corporation. Right. And then they've got this thing is we need to protect the world from these out of control billionaires. <laughs> right. They, they actually think they are, how do we put this? Guardians of morality. If the same guardians of morality 100% approve of drag queens showing up in children's schools and committing all sort of lewd act. It's unbelievable. What would they what would they do, folks, if they couldn't be stopped? That's a question I'd like to ask you. Seriously, let's ask this question. If no one were to stop you. Would you change your behavior on a day-to-day -day basis? I would still do the same thing I do. I would get up. I'd have to uh, go to work. I, I'd have to do what I do. Would I, would I walk around and beat people? Would I violate the law? What, you know, If I could get away with everything, what would I do? Right? I, would, I would have to behave the same way, right? 
would Democrats behave the same way? Or would they, uh, the minor attracted persons out there really show us who they are? Would these perverted, sycophant scumbags really turn it up, right? The only reason they're not doing more is that they can't get away with it. They're getting away with all they can, and they're always pushing for more. And yeah, now they're pushing this, I'm just a map, a minor attracted person. So, you know, I'm not committing any crime by, you know, <clears throat> having a relationship with a child. They're really, really sick fucking people. All right, let's do this. Uh, let's move on to the next. We have Christine Bonas. She said, did you hear our military has now put the nuke option on the table? The answer, Christine, and I know you wrote this question earlier, is yeah, they have. Let's recap this. Uh, the U.S. military, the U.S. government in Washington, D.C. has decided, they have decided that they can use nuclear weapons against any enemy that threatens the security of the United States, whether or not they're a nuclear power. In other words, it can be used as a first strike weapon. You know, it didn't say we'll use nukes in response. It says we'll use nukes in response to a threat not in response to an attack. These leftist wackos, folks, they used to be all about peace. Now what are they all about? Right? Are you prepared? Food, water, shelter, clothing, medicine, means of self-defense. What is your plan? And I appreciate uh, the uh, <clears throat> subscriber the other day asking about specifics having to do with weapons and self-defense. We got a lot to go over, folks. We all have a lot to practice for. We have a lot to prepare for. All right, let us move in. Let that sink in. Kathy Master says, layoff reports today are showing that Facebook put out 12,000, <clears> 15%, and the parent company of TikTok let go of 6,750 folks. Facebook laid off 12,000. TikTok let go of 65 or 6,700. Looks like the techs are being hit hardest currently. What's your thought uh, in next in line? Well, uh, Facebook's uh, spinoff, Meta, you know, that was uh, Jackaff, Zark Muckerberg's uh, next attempt at social media, has uh, what almost He's got a little better than double what we have on the prepared mind for subscribers. Only he had billions of dollars invested. What have I got invested? Well, this bunker and a couple of nice, big, juicy cases of spam and tuna fish. Right? That's what I got invested in this. And folks, really what, what I have invested is time. Time and energy with you folks. Detailing. Uh, documenting and going over how this is all going down. Now, what's my thought? Uh, uh, who's next in line, Kathy? Twitter. That's right. Elon Musk has said he's going to get rid of 75% of his company. Who else is big? Instagram. I think Instagram is going to go down. Now, see, what Musk did was he proved that these companies are pretending to be bigger than they are and bilking Billions of dollars out of their advertisers because they have a bunch of bots. 
That is to say a bunch of fake accounts. Fake accounts to make themselves look bigger, like they've got more traffic, like more is going on there, like someone gives a shit. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, done. They're being shown to be a bunch of frauds. YouTube, folks, YouTube. YouTube, I'm sure, is just as guilty of having fake accounts and fake viewers. Uh, the Prepared Mind Channel, they take us down a couple of hundred and we gain them back. We're maintaining nearly 82,000 subscribers. Maintaining that. They've tried taking us down, folks, but you are all here for a good reason. Woo! They hide the numbers, they hide the videos, but we're prepared. I mean, literally, folks, 82,000 out of 320, 350 million people. We're a pretty small community, the Prepared Mind Network, but we're connected to other networks. Other networks, right? American Prepper, National Prepper, Alaskan Prepper, Backcountry Prepper. <laughs> Lots of preppers out there on their channels, and we're all interconnected. Let that sink in. Does anyone really give a, a frog's fat ass about kittens playing with yarn as cute as they are? No. All right, let's move on if we shall. Let's hit another topic. We got Charlinator says, this morning I watched a video by Crowder. And folks, that would be louder with Crowder, Stephen Crowder. She says, I watched a video by Crowder on the street challenging people to change his mind that there are more than two genders. The young lady who was born intersex couldn't prove her point. She still used male and female with a spectrum of people identifying as either one at different levels on that spectrum. It was, it was fun to watch her melt and walk away when she couldn't win the argument. Uh, Stephen Crowder is very, very much a good smart ass, very clever and witty guy. I enjoy watching his work. I enjoy watching Mark Dice. Uh, comedy is a great way to point out uh, what is wrong with the thinking that these people have. It truly is unbelievable, folks, that they believe that there are multiple genders because in their head, they believe there are multiple genders. Now, if you believe giraffes can talk, does that mean giraffes can talk? If you believe that pigs can fly, does that really mean pigs can fly? Well, I believe it. I think it should be. I really wish it. But in my mind and in my world that I live in between my ears, pigs can fly. That doesn't make it so. So when these people say, I believe it's just a social construct, two genders, not quite. It's in between their ears. That's all they've got, folks in between their ears. It's in their head. It's imagination. And if you believe something that can be demonstrably shown to be false, then doesn't that make the person who makes the outrageous claim, it makes them nuts. They're not just incorrect. It makes them nuts. Let that sink in, right? If they can't prove their point, then they're crazy. They have a mental disorder. They're not right in the head. Unbelievable, these people. Anyways, thank you for hearing. 
letting us know about that video, Charlene. Here we got Yankee Watchdog. He says, I saw a story today saying Canada is looking into offing teens with depression without notifying the parents. I guess it's up to the doctor. That's some serious bullshit right there. Yeah. Um, if you want to die, you know, countries are now willing to help you die. Do you see where we're at? The value of life. The value of human life is being, well, degraded. I noticed this when I was a kid. When I was in sixth and seventh grade, uh, we were learning about terrorism in third world countries. And as a, as a young man, right, in my early teens, I looked around and I thought, it takes a lot to make a human being here in the United States of America. It's, it's 18 to 22 years before you're an adult, you know, done with education. You're a legal adult at 18, but, you know, college. And I knew that there's a lot of money invested in that. I, I knew that college was a lot of money. There's a lot of money in food and clothes, the time it takes to raise a kid. I knew all of that. And I thought there's a dollar value to everything that's done to raise a human being. And for a terrorist in another country just to blow it up. This is my thought from when I was in sixth, seventh grade. You just blow people up because they don't value life. Life to them is nothing. It's valueless. Right? They don't see any value in it. They don't see any value in the being what has been invested in them year after year after year after year to give them value, right? That's theirs, that they own. Look at what Canada, Canada's willing, hey, if you're depressed, we'll just kill you. Never mind all the money, the time, the energy that's been poured into that person. Isn't that just, it's, it's outrageous and it's sad. That's what our world is in SHTF. People are going to look around and they're not going to value another person's life. Right? This is where we're at, folks. They've cheapened the value of life. The education they're giving people really doesn't have much value. That's a scary, scary scene. It's a scary situation when that's how they think about it. And that's how they think about us. Because if they don't value their own lives, what value do they ascribe to yours? All right. Unbelievable, folks. Unbelievable. We've got East Texas Country Boy checking in. He says, supposedly we now have only 17 days of diesel in storage and parts of Europe have run out. Yes. Uh <clears throat> A lot of people are talking about this diesel. Uman and Vaughn and Kaz were talking about it in the uh, R Syndicate chat with me today. Uh, they did more of the, the thinking, looking, and listening, or, or thinking, looking, and talking. I did a lot of listening. The other day, it was reported that we have 25 days. Now we've got 17, right? Bill Holter talked about it. Um, you know, I, I the other day, I spoke with... Um, um, <laughs> Dunnigan, Kaiser, um, I, I talked with a lot of people, folks, whether they're financial people or, or hardcore patriot preppers and everywhere in between. There's a lot of concern. It sounds like <clears throat> we have reduced our refining capacity. 
in this country. It's being reduced. Consequently, we're not producing enough fuel. We can't produce enough fuel. And that really is uh, just a horrifying prospect. Now, if Europe, they're running out of fuel, you think that's bad now? It's only October. Now, it is almost November. We're getting closer to winter. It's getting cold up north. It's getting cold in Europe. They're going to make uh, meet with some big, big trouble. The cold is just beginning. They're running out of energy. They're running out of diesel. They're running out of gasoline. They're running out of natural gas. Just remember, just remind yourself, whose fault is it? All right. Uh, <clears throat> Christine Mahana says, uh, six states in New England were officially told to prepare for rolling blackouts this winter. If you have an oil-fired furnace or a natural gas or a propane furnace, unless it's an old-style gravity furnace, guess what? They don't work without electricity. Without electricity, the fans don't turn and the burners don't ignite and you get just as cold as everyone else. So I think the people burning horse shit and garbage are probably going to be the warmest, if not the smelliest, for doing it. But that's, uh, that's pretty nasty. Here in the United States of America, rolling blackouts, it doesn't matter uh, unless you can use coal or wood to heat your home. Unbelievable. Rolling blackouts. What is this, 1920? 1915 yeah we're still trying to figure this electricity thing out haven't figured it out yet we advanced folks from from burning well first power plants were hydroelectric right then they went to burning coal turbines you know steam turbines we stepped up to uh yeah natural gas then nuclear energy atomic you know power they've screwed it all up it's, it's not like we don't know how to make electricity. It's just the people in charge, folks. It's a political question. Un, un, unbelievable. I hope you have prioritized your life. What is most important? What is that thing at the top that matters the most? What's that one thing that matters the most? Once you've got it set then all of your other actions should be made and put in order to support it. What's your number two? Well, once number one is taken care of, then you can take care of number two, and whatever you have left can support it. What is your number three priority? One, two, three. Are you taking care of the most important things in your life? You know, the idea that you can drive all over the country to play sports with your kid, that you can go on vacations two, three times a year. A lot of things are just going to disappear. They're going to go away because you're not going to have the resources to support them. Or the country may not have the resources to support them. Unbelievable. Okay, let's do this. Uh, have we got some more? Yes, we do. We got Sally Sue who says, Watching Elon Musk with his finger in so many pies and multiple baby mamas makes me think we are seeing the creation of the next Rockefeller. Won't he and his family be unstoppable? 
He could be the next Rockefeller. He could be the next J.P. Morgan. Yeah. But I believe he is uh, actually stoppable, Sally Sue. I don't see Elon Musk as um, as some kind of wonder uh, human. Um, he's got, he had to go to banks, he had to go to friends, he had to go to financiers to get enough cash to buy Twitter. Right? He didn't just go down to the bank. Now, is he a billionaire? Oh, yeah. Yes, he is. You know, is he very wealthy? Yes. Is he um, is he how do I put this? I don't think he's unstoppable. I just think he's got a lot of money. You know, that's what I think. I think he's got a lot of money, but you know, he can't do whatever he wants to the government. You know, our, our economy is, what, $20 trillion a year? It's a lot of money. He's got just a very, very small percentage of that. That doesn't mean he, he's not, uh, it doesn't mean he's not capable of making a difference. I just don't think he's, he's at that level. Who is? Right, uh, the, the people who are really powerful, I think, are way bigger than Elon Musk and way bigger than George Soros, even uh, way bigger than these politicians. I really think that the, the really powerful people control the banks, the banks that control all of the little banks that we hear about. There are banks that own the Federal Reserve Bank. There are banks that own the European Central Bank. There's banks that loan those banks money. That's how rich they are. And they're just not listed. Thank you, Jolene, very much. Thank you, thank you, thank you for all that you do, Jolene. And thank you as well, Uman. Uman of the Mighty Blue Wrench. <laughs> it's, uh, I think the real power in the world, folks, is so big that we're not allowed to see it. But there are characters, right? I mean, you and I, on this itty-bitty micro level, way down at the bottom, we talk to each other and amongst each other, and that is very powerful. The First Amendment is incredibly powerful, and that's why they want to take it away from us. That's why they want to stop us from talking. That's why they want to fine us money if we say something they don't like. Right? They don't want us to get powerful enough that we can make changes. They want to be the power brokers with all the real power these rich people. Elon Musk, interestingly, is making an enemy out of himself with these super rich people. I mean, Elon Musk is super rich, but there's people that make Elon Musk look normal, small. But if he wants to free up Twitter, I'll, I'll uh, applaud that all day long. You know, I'll applaud that all day long. The world is stranger than we know. Also, I, I've seen enough now and learned enough, witnessed enough, observed enough, deduced enough to know that the world is far stranger. The universe is not what they say it is. The world is not what they say it is. Politics is not what they say it is. Religion is not what they say it is. Philosophy is not what they say it is. 
Psychology is not what they say it is. Military power, it's not what they say it is. They control us by making us believe that things are exactly as they say it is. And that's why I always say, think for yourself. I also say, chance favors the prepared mind, because it does. If you listen to the mainstream media, and you listen to the naysayers, and you listened to television commercials, then you wouldn't be a prepper. You'd be something quite different. But you do think for yourself, and that's why you are way ahead of the crowd. And chance favors the prepared mind, is yours. Godspeed to you. God bless America.